All right. I need a tea towel. Get a tea towel, wipe your face. Is that what you're going to do? It's been a rough rough (laughs) service already today. (laughs) You're coming here looking all fresh and you're like, shit. Like I said, I was, well, it's summer's here. So I thought, let's dress up. And, and my daughter was like, summer's here. And we went down the beach. Mm-hmm. But when I caught a glimpse of myself, I look like, more like a guy that's on his first cruise or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what you look like? Yeah. You look like what, a what CIA officer trying to fit in. <laughs> in like a full narc. Yeah. <laughs> it's outside the school going, Yeah, yeah. you got any marijuana? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> At the bus stop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you kids cool? You kids keen to cop? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you look like. (laughs) Officer Dingleberry. All right, episode nine. (laughs) No crying in the cool room. Nine. I'm not doing any intro. What's happening? Um, Just had some tacos. Did you? Just had some tacos. And I had something yesterday that was real chilly, chilly hot. And I was farting all day. Okay. Yeah. That's good. What so that's the, what I get the top of my mind. That's what's happened today. I'm a um, went to the beach. I'm a Mexican food snob, so you really have to go and impress me with these tacos. Well, you're gonna have to come with me, number one. Yeah. So I mean, hard yeah. to get me to get out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, show up. It's also like I don't know what I'm doing till I'm doing it because mm-hmm. I just decide what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I think we both have that in common. Yeah. Um, my. So it's like, what are you in? What are you doing today? Yeah. Right now. When when did I? Okay, so went today. When did I tell you about? When did I tell you about I was going to have tacos and you can join me? Uh, an hour before you were having tacos. Yeah, about an hour and a half before. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, can't. <laughs> you're like, cause yeah. like, well, because yeah. what I'm you're learning, t- yeah. I'm learning that um, uh, when I have plans with Carrie Ann, they're the plans. Yeah. That's never been my life. My yeah, life right. is the plan can change at any moment. Yeah. Fuck plans. Yeah, totally fuck plans. But if I say, now if I say, hey, I'll do that thing or... This is it for the day. I'm learning to get better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't change what I do mm-hmm. throughout the day. Um, just but don't tell anyone else until 45 minutes before it's happening. Yeah, but I didn't think about it. It was just like, oh fuck, Tim can come with us because mm. we're not doing the potty till later. Yeah. So yeah, Sunday night podcast. All right, what yeah. are these tacos? Good. Yeah, real good. Uh, it's this bloke called Tom. It's Tommy Tacos. Corn-based tortillas? Yeah, like the WA ones they make here. Ah, yeah. They're fucking cool. Soft. Yeah, like soft corn. Yeah, yeah. They're good. But all kinds of stuff. Like, he does tostadas. That was fucking cool. With the... Almost like potato bravos, like whatever the Mexican version of that is. So, Mm -hmm. tostado, fucking the potatoes, and then like soft egg on Uh top. Something else on top of that. That was cool. Some fish ones, some Baja ones. Is he doing it out of... Birria. Uh, Birria, like the best. Holy shit. Really? Yeah, dog. I would just... They were so filling too. You only had two. Which are fried, right? They're the ones that are, yeah, soft, but they're filled, folded on the grill both sides. Yeah. And with the cheese in the middle, it all oozes, and you dip it. Yeah. You dip it in the fucking meaty, fatty shit. Yeah, yeah. They call it a consomme, but like... <laughs> Get out of it. <laughs> are you in France? No, consomme in Mexican food now. No, no, no one gets it, eh? Oh, my God. I always, like, I brought this up with someone once. I was like, there's got to be a Spanish name for it, you dumb fuck. Like, consomme. Yeah. It's, like, so, like, French. And it's so, clarif- just clarified to death. And it's, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, so that's not what that is. Mexico's never seen a consomme. 
No. What are they rafting over Just there? Just call it like a dippy dip 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 face. I don't, I don't think they would waste the egg whites. <laughs> They're poor motherfuckers. Nah, eggs. You <laughs> all the eggs have to make that chicken. Their Dude. chicken lay. You're what's just the worst, clarify what's the worst fucking raft you've ever seen? You know when people used to just like have a raft bucket? What do you mean? Um, oh, yes. Sorry, yeah. Do you know what I mean? When they were clarifying. Right. Like right? still talking about Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get out of there? Immigrants. What's the worst raft you've ever seen? No. Because you know, like, it always used to be like um, the protein or whatever. Yeah. And it was the egg whites and it sits off and it rafts and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and clarifies. Yeah. But then as I went through my chef career... People just started making like raft buckets. So it's like egg shells and just all kinds of crap, like um, little bits of chicken and stuff yeah. that would that would pick it up. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I understand, but like that sort of happens anyway. Yeah. And then by the time it's all gone, you don't need more of that shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. But I used to see the crazy Well, I mean like things. there's fat, but there's like the tiniest bit of fat comes back off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people would do it. Like as when you got taught that, it was just like, Straight egg whites. I just think people... I kind of understand it because it does catch it. But, like, you're just doing too much. Yeah. Stop. You, you know when people go overboard on the chef hack? But they're like, oh, I know I know how this works. Yeah. You can do it with anything. Yeah. It's like, well, fucking don't do it with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember this raft. It was, like, egg shells and, like, celery coming out of it and carrots. Fuck, dude. And some egg whites, you know? And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? The other thing that um, always got my goat as a chef was people would use the stock as just a general rubbish bin. They would just throw in... <laughs> like, it's it's almost done, and you're just throwing in handfuls of fucking onion peels and, oh, like, the, the peelings the of anything. Oh. You're like, can you, like, just stop? You haven't... And they're the people that have never skimmed it the whole time it's been on, and they're just like... I'd go ballistic. All the mushroom peelings for some fucking reason. Yeah. The, the, All the mushrooms stored. You know, have you, it, to start with, have you even washed them to chuck it in? Yeah. This? You know what it's going to be? It's not a rubbish bin. It's going to be something. Yeah. We're going to reduce it down to, it's so it's going to be concentrated really your rubbish now. Yeah. yeah. Dude, onion, <laughs> the outside of onions in anything used to shit me. Yeah. Why? What are you doing? Put it in the bin. Like there's, yeah. there's waste and then there's this shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? There's onions already in the stock. Yeah. Actual onions to make flavour, dude. I understand, like, if it's a new stock, right, if it's, like, fresh on, all that sort of shit, and you've got, like, a bit more time or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm. Throw it in. I don't give a fuck. But, like, you've already done it. You've yeah. already done it. Yeah, you're someone walking past a giant stock pot that you've put on and just, like, putting all their carrot peels and stuff in it. Just fucking Kobe. Fucking end of your day. Yeah. I get. I used to get real thingy about... Do you remember that Marco Pierre White story where someone had, like, spent three days making jus? It might have even been a Gordon Ramsay story. Right. Three days making jus, and he comes in and he tastes them, and he said, this is crap, and he threw it out. Fuck yeah. Just right before service. <laughs> Perfect. No? Uh, I've never heard that. Oh. Dude, it makes sense. Checks out. And the best one was I can when see it happening at a few joints I've been at. Marco Pierre White got so angry that the cheese cart was coming past as he was like blasting off about something. And he just started picking cheese up off the, the ripe cheese off the cheese cart and throwing it against the wall <laughs> and then made them keep it there. Bro, that just reminded me. Um, so we had this cheese board. I can't even remember this, the kitchen I was at, but every day I would look after it. I'd wrap it properly, put all the. Uh, um, just the baking paper if there's a wedge of brie 
keep it so it wasn't oozing, everything perfect, right? No pre-portion, but just make sure everything's wrapped and ready to go. Every day I would find, um, the next day, most days, I would find like a very nice lump of butter, perfect cube of butter, like a big cube of butter, and I'd just take it off because it's just not on the cheese it's the cheese section. Mm. And I'd always find it. And I just figured someone's putting it on there because it's da- it looks dairy. So I'm just putting it back on the dairy. I don't know. But they're not picking it up from there. So I was, whatever. Um, and then I saw this guy who had the off shift for me, this Korean guy, super hard worker. He was serving butter on the cheese board. So he would have all the cheese sliced and weighed on the board and he would have butter as well. And like a 40 gram, perfect stick of butter. I saw him do it and went, Oh, because like he liked butter. He just thought that was cheese. Ah, he had no idea, no idea about cheese. He just knew how to do the dairy in general. He yeah, so like, he's like, I guess they like this. Yeah, and not and not one person complplained. So they were just smashing this. So it was salted butter. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm I'm but all about bread it. around. Can I get salted butter and bread and cheese? Yeah, it came with bread. Okay, well then I'm in, I'm excited. Yeah, I was into it, and it was salted butter too. It wasn't just like this shitty pastry butter or something. So he's just stepped on a genius move. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I didn't say stop because at some point, I've just been taking this butter off every morning. Yeah, and not addressing it. But yeah, dude, you were the guy. That was your fault. <laughs> it's also because I got sunburnt. Look, I got like the Today, opera house. I'm a fucking. If people listening it? to the audio, Lockie is dabbing himself down with a tea towel. Alsco, stolen Alsco tea towel. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> there's no such thing as a non stolen Alsco. Mm. Unless you're in the kitchen. If you're out of the kitchen, it's stolen. Yeah. That's all I've got at my house. I'm so, I'm so red hot. I'm sunburnt. You're just into summer. That's what it's all about. You're eating fucking tacos. It's Do they have um, Mexican seasonings? What do you mean? Um, Asciotti paste. Throughout them, yeah. Yeah. All the good chilies. Yeah. There was a fuck. The dessert was probably the best thing. What was it? It was a parfait. Oh, you've lost me. It was a parfait. It was fucking good. And it had um, that chili in it as well. It was like a... Really? I got a photo with the menu. It was fucking cool. That, like, I didn't think anything of it. Chili parfait. You're thinking about it like it's not good. Yeah. I get you. I'm not against it, but... Um, Biscoff and ancho parfait. Okay. That went down there. That's a praline on there. It's right at the bottom line there. It was fucking sick. It was so fucking good. Okay. Dulce de leche. But it wasn't like real chilli. You can taste the chilli, right? But Peanut it's not chilli chilli. It's like the right chilli to use. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Let's have a look. The rest of the mini's fucking cool. Uh, oysters for these guys. All right, so tacos. Let's mushroom al pastor, whipped black beans, whipped, whipped black beans. Yeah, get out of my face! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> puree them, aren't you? Yeah, and then what? Well, I mean, like, what, what are refried now, beans? Because now we've just got pureed black beans. Yeah, but what are refried beans? They're beans that have been refried. <laughs> what? But they're not whipped. Yeah, but they're all blended up and smooth. Yeah, yeah. but you can call it that. I guess you can. And corn. Perfect. Yeah, asciotte, pork. Yeah. That would have been great. Love that. Big fan. Roast pineapple. You might have even liked the whipped bean. You don't I know. I probably would have. You don't know, though. But there's nothing better than slagging off a... Re- uh, <laughs> totally. We'll a put man. that on the list of uh, menu. A fucking um, overused words. Mm. Whipped. I've got an idea where we, we get, like, the best menus from um, around the world. 
and then just sit here and slag them off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is a great idea. Yeah, that's fine. Chipotle mayo, obviously you have to have that. Baja fish, I don't know what that is. What was that? Uh, like battered fish. Baja, like Californian, like that side. Yeah. Of not California, but you know what I mean. No spices, none like that. Um, yeah, it had the... Um, Looks like it has What's slaw? that fucking green one? The tomatillo? green sauce? Your tomatillo fucking... Um, Salsa verde. Not yeah, bad. but added tomatillos. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they're calling that. Not bad. Yeah, it was good. And barilla... It wasn't very spicy. Oxacan cheese. What's that? Like a cottage? Well, uh, Oaxaca. So it's like Oaxacan. Let's see. So Do you? Yeah, but so Oaxaca is a, um, is a region of Mexico. Yeah, but it says Oxacan right here. Yeah, that's fine. Oaxacan. <laughs> Oaxacan, you fucking... You fucking dog. You fucking dog. Um, no, it's and just... consummate. I, He's I can tell you what it is if you want to know. Dude, you know oh. mozzarella? You know, like uh, fior de latte? Like yeah. real mozzarella? It's that. But what they do is they stretch it like... You know when they make... Chinese make the noodles? The mm. udon and stuff? It's like that and they move it all together. Yep. So it's just melty cheese. Melty okay. white cheese, fresh cheese. Cool, man. Oaxacan fucking. I wish I came along. That looks like fun. Yeah. To give that guy a bunch of shit. Yeah. You should have given it to him, eh? I'm such a snob because um, I worked for one of these, like, I can't even remember his name now. One of these famous Australian chefs that went to Mexico and made a Mexican book quite a few years ago. But I was working for um, one of those higher chef companies, but they were so big they do the F1 and stuff. They're huge. Okay. And then they hired us out to a nightclub in Melbourne that was doing, it was a nightclub. And then they put a kitchen in it with um, see-through glass and we'd serve food to a nightclub. Yeah. But it was like fine dining Mexican food. Okay. Which was crazy. Yeah. Because no one ate it. No one cared. It was all like heaps of Asian people getting shit-faced in this amazing club with this guy playing saxophone in the ceiling you mean, smoke everywhere. You mean they didn't care about the food because they were just shit-faced and they didn't any food? Yeah, they, they wouldn't eat any food. Yeah, they'd let a party. They wouldn't yeah, let cool. eat food. Yeah, and right. they had like booths, so you could get a booth, and then you could get like bottle service. Just at twenty percent of the price, then. And then you get this, and he, this guy knew his shit. Hey, get it in ya. That's why he got the tea towel. Landed right on the Elsco. And he taught me some really cool stuff, and I was a big fan. And then I got his book. He travelled all of Mexico. I actually, I actually know who you're talking about, but I don't remember the guy's name. Yeah, he was like So they got f- four of the best chefs. In Australia, to all do parts of the menu, yeah, and he was the only guy that actually came in and showed us his menu of okay. how we should do it, right? Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it's cool. So I got into all those like chilies. That's when I got into mole. They need a good mole, adobo sauce. Yeah, you just need to whip a good mole. Need a good <laughs> a whipped mole. What could you say? You could say you could almost. Yeah, it's not quite emulsified. I'm what just thinking I when had, you put the fuck, when you put the chalky in it. A mole gel. Yep. Okay. Mole foam. Just no, mole's the best. You don't oh. need anything. I still think you should whip it. I think you should blend it. <laughs> this is kind of reminding me of deconstructed <laughs> souvlaki <laughs> at George Columbus. Judging, judging, judging shit we've never had. It's fucking yeah, cool. But I love that's a chef move. I'm down with it. That's my, this is my whole thing. I'm not like judging you to a point. I'm just saying, yeah, but you could argue each way. Yeah. You could argue that, yeah. It used to be my favourite thing. And then you go and eat it and you're like, oh, this is real good. Good job. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Especially if, it, if it's, uh, 
Um, you'll all kind of help each other out, but then you, you'll slag off their, their new menu if they're just down the street. Yeah. Like if they want to borrow like some basil, they'll give it back. Mm. But like you'll completely slag them off behind their backs. Like mm. whipped. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that all day. Meanwhile, you've got two foams, one gel. Yeah, you're doing the same thing. 12 course dessert, Dago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A trio of desserts on the one plate. Oh, that's the other one as well. We should get into those. What? We should get into the, uh, the comments. You keep, we keep saying words that people have, um, that people cringe, cringe words used mm. in um, food or hospo. Great. Yeah, that I brought up whenever that was, mm-hmm. a few episodes ago, and then I was going through this, the comment sections and DMs. Yeah, sick. Mm. All right, we'll, we'll shove that into the back end. We're in episode nine. Mm-hmm. We've got one more before we start hitting the road. Yeah, cool. So. Mr. Number 10, eh? Big times, number 11. Big times ahead. What? What? Maybe it's even in the new year. Who knows? What's it now? We're November. just about to hit December. Fuck, 26th. Of Are we so committed that if it lands on Christmas Day, we just put a pot in on Christmas Day? Yeah. I always used to deliberately work. I, always, I used to ask for Christmas Day on if they were open. Mm-hmm. And I would use it as like a leverage to get whatever day I wanted off in January or February or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Because you're not doing anything Christmas. Uh, except live, Except having a great time with your loving family. But besides that... Yeah, even if you like your family. Mm-hmm. Like, I like my family. But really, like... Do yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> but I would rather have the day off that I want rather than that day. That day is tiring too. Christmas Day is not fucking, like, half the time. Not that easy. I'm still tired from last Christmas. Yeah. We had a huge inter-family, everybody, and, like, everyone in my family, this is how I know that all my family are genetically the same, everyone said, we're not doing Christmas this year. Yeah. We're still tired from last year. Yeah, Parents aren't coming over. Kids aren't meeting. Me and my sister have a tradition of popping champagne at the beach at 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We get half tanked and then we go our separate ways at about 10. Yep. That's, that's it. We used to come here. We used to go to the parents' house when they had the pool pumping and I'd get back from work. But I'd only do like a morning or something. There's never anyone to second serve anyway if these are like places like... Mm. Um, and I was sitting in the pool and everyone's like, oh, he's worked today. And they just sort of leave you alone a bit more. Maybe it was like a strategic thing as well. Mm-hmm. And I used to either go, no, you can get, not give me double time, but you can give me an extra week off. And they, no one wanted to work. So it was like, yeah, that's f- just to say yes to everything. Yeah. And then I would hold it to them. But obviously it takes a bit of work to make sure that happens. Yeah. But you'd be like, remember when I fucking worked Christmas, you dog? And they'd be like, nah. Like, no, nah, I don't remember that at all. It must be the other guy. You hate for that guy to quit. Yeah. And you're like, damn it, new chef. Fucking roasting, eh? Get in. Any other food you saw this week? What um, I don't know. I had the fucking bunch of stuff, dude. Did you? Any yeah. Nothing memorable? Um, no, this is just what I'm like. I don't remember. Hmm. Until a bit later. I ate your Wagyu. Oh, you yeah. gave me a sirloin. You gave me a few things. Yeah. And Very good. I cooked it up with <coughs> kimchi, I'm pretty sure. Yum. Just put kimchi on the side. It was a banging steak. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's fucking it good, was eh? wicked. Yep. For a person who doesn't eat Wagyu that much, it's like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Medium. I went, I went just under medium. Yeah. Medium-ish. It's kind of where you want it. What did we call We had a, at one point we had a medium, we had a between medium, medium, medium rare. rare. That's what you want with Wagyu, though. You don't want the fucking... 
I don't want medium rare. You want all that fat to start going, like pissing out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to. I want it like a little bit. Yeah. I want. I don't want it all gone. Brazil on you. Yeah. But yeah, wicked. And then just kimchi on the side. It was great. And actually, do you know what? I was like, I had good energy the next day. So I was like, these things are, are good. Yeah, they're good for you. Do you know what I mean? They just cost a lot, eh? Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me that day. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. I haven't been in anything. I'm just I, could do, I could just do this. Eh? Yeah. Dude, you just get a, like a, get a whole like... Now happening around. Well, hopefully I'm not sunburnt and bullshit hot every day, every week or whatever. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, What's on the cards today? I don't know. Also got a TikTok. Now I'm just remembering. I, I did a chicken treat. Me and my daughter went through chicken treat, red uh, chicken treat drive through, and we had these like waffle fries. And the video on TikTok got taken down by TikTok. It was like flagged for inappropriateness. It was uh, flagged for dangerous, dangerous activities. Which was? I don't know. It doesn't tell you. It never tells you. What's the dangerous? Wow. Never tells you. But was so there the, any dangerous? The video, the video is basically a video I've done loads of going through, literally going through a drive-thru. So you could say you look like you're filming, even if I'm not, you look like you're filming and driving. But I've done it. 20 times mm. and they've all done you know good numbers so it's not like they're even dampening you right um i think a part of it i think they give you this just real general explanation not of your video just of whatever this means and some of it was like dangerous acts i.e eating dangerous foods in, encouraging people to eat dangerous foods and i just thought that was funny because like maybe tiktok saying chicken treat shit as well like pretty funny yes um but I think that's what it was because we were like, they were making a real big crunching sound. And at one point, Lily said these were, these were hot. They're way too hot, which is a good thing. But like, I don't know. I'm just guessing. TikTok. So this is And I've never had this before. I've never had it flagged. This is the start of the end now, dude. Yeah. They're going to get the drive-thrus. Then they're going to take our lives. <laughs> they'll yeah. be hooked up to the machine. Yeah. And it'll be the Matrix. But TikTok is running everything. Yeah, but out of all the stuff I've done, that was the very first time I've ever got a community guidelines thing. And they haven't, I've appealed it. Really? Yeah, but I know people that have got them, that have them, that have had them before and they're just like, it's just a waiting game. Just we, the AI of the app picking up something. We get them all the time. Yeah. But yeah. it'll be, it's not just a, it's not, it's not a human. It's not a billion humans going, we watched your full video. It's just mm-hmm. AI flagging something that they've got on a list of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But TikTok's bad because you, well, I think they're all bad. No one ever gets back to you. Just is what it is. Yeah. And you have like these waiting games. Yeah, you're right. We're like we can't post anything for Jasky's channel at the moment that's too risky. Because we're like three we're like two or three in. Yeah, I don't want to add up. Yeah. So if you get one more they shut your channel down. Yeah. For a month or two months or whatever. Yeah. Which would be devastating. For the big dog. I haven't done much on my channel. Lately, I've just been doing the potty, general life stuff, real life things. Um, like what? Like fucking going outside and going oh, to the yeah. beach. and Being a human. Just being a human, chatting to people. Um, yeah, I've been what, busy. What does that sound? What's that like to what? be a normal human for once? Um, I don't know. Good. I mean... I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's just 
<laughs> I don't know. Because it's almost special at some point because you know what it's not that. like. Yeah. It's almost special. Yeah, I still don't feel like I take it for granted. Like I still feel like I've got to do something every day. So mm-hmm. it's not like the laziness. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a drive because you're not doing anything. It's just like it's definitely that it's good that you're allowed, you can go outside whenever you want or, you know, if you can, you know. Yeah. I was. I had a real like funny thing happen this week. More where choices. Like, yeah. Uh, my housemates were like just hanging out indoors on their bed for like the first half of the day, and I had this thought come into my head, and it was like, oh man, these on a Saturday, these lucky suckers. I wish I could just lie on my bed all day, and I was just like, you can. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, yeah. Speaking of this, I, I did do this this week. I went to Centrelink. It wasn't for me. It was for my dad. And um, I just wanted to find out information on, like, his pension and sh- just general old people stuff he can't do himself. And I have time to do it. So I went to Centrelink. And I walked straight up to the counter. And before I'd said any – I said hi, right, as I do she with said, everyone. Hello. Fuck you. She looked at me like I, I'd honestly just, like, kicked her pet. And I was like, hey, how are you? Or whatever, whatever it was, it pleasant trees that I normally say to when you meet someone for the first time. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't look, she wasn't like she was typing something. She was actively looking at me, walking up to her. And I was like, hey, hi, hi. she's like, do you have a reference number? Straight into it. And I was like, no. And, and then I, was like, I kind of got, and she goes, Medicare card? And because it's for my dad, I don't have his Medicare card. So I was like, I don't have his card. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I didn't even said anything. And she's going, bah, bah, bah. and she goes, G- uh, uh, she goes, I don't suppose you have any ID on you. This was like, honestly, as quick as that happened. I didn't say a single word. Um, uh, mm, I don't have his. Like, it didn't make. And then she goes, have you got an appointment? And I was trying to get my ID. I go, I've got my ID. She goes, have you got an appointment here? And she said it like I was deaf. Mm. And I said, no. I said, but I'd like to make one. Here I am. You know, how how do you make an appointment? She goes, we, uh, I do it. And I was like, oh, great. I've, then I've got the right person. Thank, <laughs> awesome. Here's my ID. And she goes, what is, it, uh, what is it concerning? And that's when I really turned it on. And I was like, thanks for asking. And she was like, she was a bit like, I said, I need information on my dad. He needs help with his pension. He needs help with fucking caring and shit like this. And she's like, oh. I was like, yeah. That's Surely you say that to start with. Yeah. Now we're humans. Yeah. Here we go. We, we got rid of that. Um, I, I understand that, though, because Centrelink, even... Oh, and then she goes, all right, so she put me in the system. Now you got an appointment. I was like, cool. That's cool. And she goes, just sit on the left. Go and sit on the left. So I, I went to the left. What she meant was her left. So I walked, and she was like, ah, I said left. I was like, I'm going that way. She goes, left. I was like... Right, okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, we live in different realities, I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Anyway, so that was my Centrelink. So I already already, already didn't want to go. No one wants to go to Centrelink. Yeah. Except for the people who think they can... Just It's just another day for them. They want to fudge the rest of the week or whatever. Because that was what the whole place was filled with. Was to... What I just... Able-bodied people that were just, like, taking the piss. They were running around... They knew everyone by name, and they were that you could hear their appointments as well. Saying the guy didn't want to hire me. Oh, I was late. 
you know, like, oh, I should really try and get there on time. And you're like, shut the fuck up. You can get a kitchen hand job right now. Mm. You can get a warehouse job right now for good pay as well. A good pay for that. Mm-hmm. Like min- like 24 bucks an hour minimum. Like yeah. you can get it straight in, walk off. But the doll check, I'll you get don't have you to one. do anything. I'll get you one. Yeah, but like this is, they have to come in and make excuses about. Yeah, I almost yeah. got to that stage. I was on the doll during COVID. Yeah, same. For first, I was on the first time. For a year. Yeah. But they got to the point because COVID went so long that you had to start um, applying for jobs. That's what I was told. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, and then for a minute I like started applying normally where I was like, oh yeah, I want this job, but I didn't really want it. I just had to hit that three a week thing. Yeah. So then I was like, well, what if I just send my chef resume to like IT people and stuff? Yeah. (laughs) What would that do? Yeah. So So I started sending my chef resume out to like gardening jobs or IT curriculum jobs yeah. and stuff. Like, and no one ever said anything. It's hard out there in COVID, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, did you apply for your three jobs? I'm like, yeah, I guess I did. I, did, I went through that once and I just did exactly the same thing. I said I've applied for these, which I did. Mm. And I didn't want the job, so whatever. And they're all jobs like I wouldn't have been able to get, like... CFO uh, of yeah, multinational yeah, yeah. company. Like, yeah, like CEO of Roy Hill or something, yeah. <laughs> so... But I remember, I remember uh, walking the line to get your maximum payout from the from Centrelink, and also working the absolute the the max before you, they because if you were I think it was twenty five hours, mm-hmm. and then if you work twenty six hours they start cutting your pay. So you're like, well, I'm only working twenty five anywhere. Yeah. So I said that's what I was at the old laundry doing. But I was like helping people out who were on the flip side of that where people didn't want to work. So they were like, "Wicked, we got lucky for one, two days." Yeah, there was and a real sticky got, situation for yeah. a minute there. Hey, because no one, no hospital wanted to come back to work because like first time they've ever sat no, down. But it worked. It worked out for me that I could just go in casual, and then I could. It was a, a business where I could prove the hours, so you had to do the hours to get the pay. But you couldn't do too many hours, or else they'd reduce the pay. Yeah. So I remember I was always walking that line. But I, I mean, you know, it's pretty easy to know people. Yeah. And you yeah, just go, yeah. I only want to work 12 hours this week sort of thing. And they got like, yeah, sick. Yeah, I reckon... Do one day. COVID definitely flushed a lot of people out of hospitality, hey? Yeah. It flushed me properly out. Like, I reckon that was a defining factor where... So, I I went on the dole and, like, actually stopped. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But then they had this program where you could start a business and they would pay um, a dole plus payment. The normal dollar plus like maybe 200 bucks and okay. they put you through a course to start a business over like four months. That's right. That's how I started a video business. I was like, I'll okay. try this. All right. And that's how I actually got a leg to move on. Yeah, right. A little bit. Like I, I could have at any moment changed, but it's like there's these psychological things that we've talked about before where if you don't, you feel unsafe over here trying, so you always just bend back and go to chefing. But I actually got... The government paid money, so I didn't have to go back. I was always I was always going to get money for that six months. Yeah, I'm sort of lost in that whole. It was kind of two years. One year I was on the benefits, like everyone. We like we're allowing it. Oh no, I worked at the butcher shop, so I was working at a butcher shop two or three days a week. Cool in Claremont, which was really cool. And this was the mate of mine, James. Not his shop, but it was a chef mate, James. Um, we're just making pie mixes and just doing cool shit and putting deliveries away, just a general fluffing about. I was serving customers as well. That was actually kind of fun, oh, yeah. um, believe it or not. Just packing sausages? Uh, not really. 
they would do all the butchering. So we were doing like the moldy of the pies. They're selling pies out the front, you know, pies and snagger rolls. And we would make all the pie mixes and serve. And that actually became quite fun, serving the old birds in the Golden Triangle. Oh, yeah. Fucking rich cunts. It's good when you got a with, with a mate. you got a wingman. You can laugh at these rich old pieces of... Yeah. Yeah. Paying 15 bucks for a wrestle. And they complain about everything. Do they? They do. They are the worst. The richest people you'll meet. They'll they'll have they'll have like ten grand on them, <laughs> and they'll be like, "How much was that?" And you're like, four eighty, and they're like, "You said three sausages." You know what I mean? Like, mm. and they're going, "I could probably get, just give me two. You're like, so you end up just going, "I'll just make it three three bucks." Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know what I mean? But you don't. But you end up not. That was what you do to a normal person. You'd be like, "I oh, can't afford." Mm. Fuck! You were thinking it was going to be more like three fifty than four fifty. I was like, okay, we'll just fuck. It, I don't care. Three fifty it is. You know, like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. But these people, you're like, that's fine. I'll take it. Or hundred percent take it out of the bag. But they are banking on that you will cave. Oh really? Because they're complaining. So you f- you figure that out quite quickly. Oh, snakes. Yeah, but you fail. You keep failing, and then you realize, wait, they're just doing that. Why would they have taken it if? Because they originally say, oh, I can't cook that much. You know, you ask for a kilo, mm. and I've given you. 1.002 kilos. Mm. And they go, it's over a kilo. And you're like, how much do you really want? And they go, maybe half that. But they... They have all the time in the world, these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's the other thing is they have they have all the time to stand there in the zone. They'll outlast you. They're in the pocket while you've got other customers. So they yeah. put the pressure on you. Oh. But you just put it back on them. You say, how much would you like? You tell me, tell me when. And you just keep taking little bits off. And you're like, tell me when. You just keep saying it. And you go... And you talk to them like they're dogs, and they don't like you. Don't like they don't like being put down in front of people. They want to be the sure. you're their slave, right? Sure. So you treat them like, can you can you hear me? And you uh-huh. you don't say anything. But I used to do, do that. You know who you're sounding like what? That Centrelink lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like I didn't treat her like shit. Yeah. But I stood there and went, I understand that you have to deal with these guys all the time. So like yeah, yeah. that is my honest reaction would be. Yeah. But that's what I used to do. I used to not say anything to them, and then go. Sorry, and they go what? And they look like shit. And oh, yeah. do you know what I do as You'd well? You're a killer in a butcher shop, dude. Dude, I used to always they they hate looking like shit. That's their thing. It's like I am the king. I am perfect. I am everything. So what you do if you put the F plus machine, you type it in, and you just wouldn't press enter, and they would have struggled to tap it. Uh, Is it gone in? Is it gone through? And you're like, you sure there's money on your card? And they'd look, <laughs> and they go, maybe it's the wrong card. And then you press OK, like that. And then they get out of the second card and they go, bing, and it works. I was like, oh, that one's got money on it. Dog. Yeah, yeah. But they, and they go red. And, but it's that only works if there's other people in the shop that they don't want to be embarrassed oh, by. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's just one of many things we used to do. Did you? But they used to dog you so hard, man. Like They rode you, man. They'd go more. You'd, you'd weigh it, tie the bag up and everything, and they go, how much was that? I told you how much it was. It was a kilo. And they go, oh, what? No. I want an, another 100 grams. And you've already tied it up, bagged it, wrapped it, and you're like, wow. priced it. You're like, okay. And then they're like, I want it in the same bag because what I do is, and they explain to you they're making this dog shit for themselves at home. Mm. Shepherd's pies, normally shepherd's pies, cottage pies, anything like that, like that old English sort of stuff. I hate shepherd's pie, hey? I don't, I don't mind it. I know. I must be the only person. I think I had like a bad experience when I was a kid. You must have. Mm. Because it's really just mashed potato and mint, so yeah, how bad can life be? 
But I can imagine if you don't put salt in it or it's like like a there was sort of grey. There's something not cooked off properly. I don't know. Like mashed potato and gravy, I'm a big it's something weird. Is, it is what it I is. I think someone That's molested me life. while I was eating shepherd's pie. <laughs> Just kept fucking kicking you in the shins every time you <laughs> put a spoon in your mouth. <laughs> Just one of the, That's what it feels like. It feels like I was eating shepherd's pie and someone molested me. And now I don't like it. Yeah, but they would always... Um, I'm listening to your story. <laughs> they would always um, come at you with their, their problems as well. Yes. Which were like... Um, they would t- they would, okay, so they would tell you where they lived. Without you asking, they would say, "I live on One Twelve Marine Parade. You know the area." And you're like, "It's Cottesloe, right?" Mm. You just guess because that's you know that's where you are. I know where Marine Parade is. It's like the the place to be, right? That's where they drop the name. And I go, "Oh yeah, that's like at the other end. That's not the good end, eh?" And <laughs> and you just get real ochre, like you, you yeah. And they'll be like, "One Twelve, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hundred and twelve. What, Out of a thousand? And then, they, and then you just go, is there anything I can help you with? <laughs> They're like, why isn't this guy submitting to me? Were what? you having a fun time with this? Yeah, that's what I mean. If you had a wingman, you're okay. If you're by yourself serving them all, you couldn't really have a joke. You just had to like serve mm-hmm. them like, yes, sir. Now it's a battle. Yeah. You and, them. and you got something else on. But if, you got a, if you're playing to a crowd behind you, that's the best. Yeah. And also like, then you can alternate. You don't get tired serving these, yeah. Mm, you didn't get to pain pill break down quarters and halves or anything? No, I never wanted to. No. I could have easily. Even oh, like no. the bandsaw, um, like my mate would jump on it. Oh, yeah. I used to always just go, Darren, what's butcher's name? I was like, you just, they need this. If it was something butchery. And he would just do it. Mm. Um, but we, also, got, um, we got whole alpacas in a couple of times at one place. Yeah. And they're like, Tim, it's on you. And I had the best time <laughs> breaking down a whole animal. Yeah. Like I didn't have a good butcher's knife. Like I, I had an all right one, but like I enjoyed it. Yeah, right. All the bones, everything. Yeah. No fur. I have God. done it, but it's just something I just wasn't interested in at the mm. shop. And my wrists are kind of fucked now. Um, From punching old ladies in the face. I can't remember where that started. It was definitely cricket and then yeah. chopping. Mm-hmm. And then I got like really bad RSI and it's basically arthritis, but like whatever you call it. So RSI on one side. We have, I think we've talked about it before. And tendonitis. Yeah, I know you've and, got cone eyes. And a fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are all kitchen related stuff. I've <laughs> got 20 20 vision now. But at night, you can kind of see where they, they've lasered. Oh, yeah. It's like a half moon. Yeah, yeah. You kind of get used to it. Yeah, we we're talking about just before. Um, like standing for 16 hours a day. Mm. And it's so interesting that my remedy was to go in my break and do a little bit of exercise or activity. Yeah. Which you think it would be the opposite. I used to, I used to go shoot basketball yep. um, when I was working minimum 15-hour days. Yep. And if I wasn't rolling pasta in my break, I'd try and go and get like an hour and a half of basketball in, which is such a weird idea afterwards. Yeah, but like I think I was saying, that's just it's like dissociating, whatever that word yeah, is. Yeah, because if you stop and lie down, that's Dis- also not good. Dissociation, hey. something like that. Mm. You you can't have a nap, so there's things you can't do. Well, you can, but you're gonna be worse off. Like yeah. even like, like you never have your car there unless you do, and if you do, you might anywhere 
But no napping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting down for too long is fucked. I think that hurts your back more if you're sitting down on a crate for like an hour. Yeah. Which is a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, napping, no good. And you get to this point in your career where you're like, I'll just work. I'll just work and get all my stuff done. Like how important is a two-hour break? What does it matter? Yeah. I'll just keep going. I still stand up and walk around for fucking ages. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do it. Like yeah. I'll, I'll walk around. I'll make a point of like walking around the house editing on my phone. Just head down, just walking around. Okay. Walking around outside. Um, if anyone watched me do it, they're like, this guy's a fucking insane person. Just by himself, headphones on. Yeah. Editing, but I'm just editing videos. But I'm actually exercising as well. But it's like, it's that, I don't know, it's just, I can as well, right? I can just walk around. Endless. Doesn't matter. You can if you want to, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sitting down. I think, I I think you'll always have that. I think there has to be some sort of level of... It's not even fitness. It doesn't feel... It just feels like you just keep going. One from the front of the other. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, so... I reckon you got, you, you got it after a certain amount of years. You just have it. It's like you conditioned your body to do it. You can, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think about like... This, the strain that I put on my body for all those years. And how like you didn't think about it as such. Yeah. Like, I didn't think... Of, like, I was always like, oh, maybe I'm sore or maybe I'm tired, but I wasn't thinking, like, holy crap, I am ruining my body right now. Yeah, man. It was just like, this is what I do. Yep. Whereas now I'm so much more conscious about, like, looking after myself. Yeah. But maybe it's just getting old. Maybe I'm just an old piece of shit. Yeah, but you have to, though, because you get older, everything takes a lot longer to recover from. Mm. Like if you roll your ankle now, you can walk through it. That's fine, but it'll be fucked for like feels like eight weeks. You know, mm. where realistically you can do it in I don't know, a week. I reckon you'd be done if you like not even a sprain. You know what I mean? Yeah, feels like you've got that for life now if you fuck something up. Yeah, oh, I yeah. broke my ankle when I was like twenty three, and then just kept going <clears throat> for another seven, eight years, longer, nine. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Ten. Almost yeah. ten years. And my, my ankle's broken for life. It's never going to be good. Yeah, totally. My knee did that. I twisted my knee and I just kept working. And then every time I'd have a really big issue with it and go to the hospital, like it would just blow up and just... And they would say, you got to not do that. Like, when you did this, you didn't look after yourself. I was like, I know. What can you do for me now? Mm. And they're like, it's kind of fucked. You're like, you've worked it. You've worked it in all the wrong spots now where everything's sort of overcompensating and it's, you can never get it quite um, lined up. Mm. So now it like, every now and then it will just give way a little bit and it's sort of like you can feel it being a bit loose and that's from that. That's from just going back to work. Yeah. And, and not having, not taking that day even for just, just put your leg up. Yeah, I didn't even go and do physio afterwards. I, would, I broke it in Spain. And got it set in Spain, which wasn't a good idea because everyone was speaking Spanish. Right. And I didn't know what was going on. Your and foot then, didn't know how to speak Spanish. And then I went back to England. I didn't want to go back to Australia, so I went back to England and I was on the NHS or whatever they have there. Yeah. Their free stuff. Yeah, NHS, And that yeah. wasn't good. That was not good. What was what was bad about that, though? I didn't mind the NHS. Maybe I had something as well. Like, maybe um, I... The problem... I had a complication where... Um, 
So I jumped off a fence. I jumped over a fence in Spain, kicking the footy. Fuck yeah, boys. And then actually on the <laughs> other side of the fence, um, there was a like a metre drop before the road. And I didn't know that before I was over the fence because I'd been drinking a few beers, kicking the footy yeah. in a campsite. And I just like landed flat-footed on the road with no roll and just cracked right up the main bone. <coughs> and Shit, dog. Fucked the ankle. So when I got to the NHS, they actually kept just scanning it every month like we don't know what to do because they couldn't pin it or do anything. All they right. could do was watch it <laughs> for months on end. Wicked. Um, but what happened was just get, they... Just get radiation for they, <laughs> they were just watching this crack to see what happened in because in, it didn't splinter anything off that they could do anything. It just did enough. Okay. So if it's sheared off a little bit of bone, they would have gone in and pinned it or something. Right. But what they weren't watching was my foot went out. My, so my foot's like 10 degrees out. Yeah. I only found that out like five years ago. My, my left foot's the same, but it's on the ankle. It's like the front bit of the ankle. Yeah. And it, the bones, you can feel the bone there. It's yeah, actually yeah. shifted over. Yeah. And they were telling me I needed to. How have you got that? It, it was, uh, I could only assume it's been walking on, maybe I had bad shoes for a year. I don't know. That's what they could have keep saying is you must have, it's repetitive. It's like wearing braces. You know, like the longer you have them on, the more they'll do what you're supposed to do. Right. But you've done that to yourself by walking a certain way. Okay. So maybe I had shit shoes for six months or a year, or I was using the wrong shoes with no, like I have high arches. So what I should have been doing realistically is <coughs> wearing high arch shoes, but I'm wearing, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least basically performance shoes. Yeah. Not like shuffling around with clogs. Mm, do you know, hear how, how shit, this is how shit my life got, right? So we went to Spain, me and my mate that I did my apprenticeship with, Matt Roberts, that I hate dramatically. Fuck you, Matty. Yeah. I told him I was going to say him. I fucking hate him every episode. And partying hard. Oh, one. And before, just after the running of the bulls, so I got that in, broke my ankle at the top of Spain and then had to get home from Spain with a broken leg. And then, obviously, I had spent all my money. So we went back to a pub that we had been working at on and off in the middle of nowhere. And he worked and I stayed with a broken leg in a caravan in a field that didn't have any windows. And I put <laughs> black bags over. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like wintertime, right? Yeah. Shit. Um, because the good caravan was getting, um, which by good, I good mean, it had windows. <laughs> so stupid. But still the shit, dude. This was literally like... Wishing for the good caravan. <laughs> yeah, because there was like a front of house manager. Um, she had that one or whatever. Of course, yeah. But I wasn't paying any rent or doing anything, but I knew <laughs> these guys for a couple of years. <laughs> Not the people but that want to sleep. It wasn't good, sleep. dude. It was a piece of shit of a caravan. And we moved back there a, a season later. So we kept coming and going. And we were like terrible people, but they liked us. They're like, ah, these two Aussie boys, you know. Right. And we'd known them for a while. And if we ever get to the end of our um, work history, it kind of comes all together. That's how we will. <clears throat> but I was living in this caravan, doing nothing, had no money, with a broken leg for six months. And he would bring me one meal a day from the kitchen. So he, like, saved my life. Like, I, I couldn't do anything or have anything. <laughs> and if I needed something, I had to take my crutches and my broken leg and I would crutch up 
two fields with all these cows just looking at me like, what is this thing? Yeah. Two big fields. And my leg hurt because no one ever fixed it properly to like one tiny little store that had like two things in it. I'd get some crisps and maybe hopefully four beers without yeah. a bit of money and then crutch back down. Or I'd crutch in and then catch a bus to Truro and go to the hospital or whatever it was. Yeah. And then come back and shit. And, it, and every month I wanted them to say, we're going to take the cast off and you can get back to your life. And every month they're like, I don't really know what to do. Oh, right. That's a bit... I don't, didn't hear you say that you had a cast on. Yeah, and it kept... And right. it kept... Every month I'd be like, fucking... You just want to take it off. Yeah, I I understand. I I I missed a bit. We had a cast on. I was like, okay. I had a pink cast because also in Spain I was in travel mode, and my mates like, do you know, be funny is like if you get a pink pink cast and And have it on forever. Fuck, that didn't help either. Yeah, because for the first month that was funny, and then um, every month after that it made me angry. Yeah, it would (laughs) have. It would have. I was like, I don't like this situation anymore. Yeah. And that's, I reckon that's when I lost all humility because <coughs> I was that guy who was going into a nightclub with a crutch on and I went through the dance floor and I slipped on my crutches and I went full tits up on my back with my pink cast in the air and a bunch of people were like, oh, no, look at this real dumb guy. Oh, can we help <laughs> yeah. you? Oh, my God. And the whole dance floor stopped to help me <laughs> get up and I was like, I just, I just hate my life. Yeah, I can imagine. And my foot's been fucked ever since. Yeah, right. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Welcome to the game. Yep. <laughs> it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Thanks. Well, you're going to get older. Yeah. I'm just going to keep trying to like do physio, my own type of physio. I went to the Cairo. My wife wanted me to go to the Cairo to fix my foot, foot and knee problems. Yeah. And it was it was worse than it had been in my life afterwards, the day after. Like even... even th- an hour after I went, I was like, because they do those clicking things that they, and then I was like, I'm not going there ever again. Mm. Like, I'm not. That's just, and you, you know, it's just like, well, of course it gets worse before it gets better. And I was like, I don't want the worst bit. Like, I could walk yesterday. I f- honestly couldn't walk. I was like, what the fuck? I don't think he did, like, damage. It was more just maybe you'd fucked around with it. Yeah. I get it. But I was like, I don't want, I don't want that to have, happen even the second time I go there. I don't trust chiropractors. No, I think they're witch doctors. I can't say that around my house. I still say it. Like, my daughter goes uh, there too, and my wife. But she swears by them. Like, if it's doing you, if it's doing you, like, health. Yeah, but why do you have to keep going back? Don't get me started. <laughs> that's, my, that's my thing Constantly. too. Constantly. I think they, they, ho- they hold you there and say this. Exactly. There is, there, is no, um, there is no plan to cease coming here. There's no cure. No. It's just constant. Your cure is reappointing yourself back here. And you come every like, Thursday, and then the Thursday you go, hey, how are you? It's, like, it's the same. Yeah, it's like psychologists. I, my back's really sore. It's like, yeah. And then you're like, well, let's do something about that. Yeah. Like, no, let's, let's do something about that. I'm going to go to therapy. You could fix it all real quick, or you could just make me keep coming back here and finding new things forever. Yeah, so he gave me a plan, and that's, that's kind of what I knew about it anyway. Um, and it was like, come here. Three, three times a week or two times a week or something for the next however long. I was like, what? And then what? Like, and then, you know, yeah. I don't know what's going on and here. And then you take over my estate. Like, what's Can you tell me what's wrong with my foot? <laughs> Can you at least tell me that? And they're like, you know. Yeah. Well, what we do is a holistic approach. You're like, stop. Yeah. Stop. 
Is that rosemary in the corner? Stop. So I gave I gave it a red hocko. I know it was only one session, but that fucked me hard. Mm. And not only that, because I had it in my head that uh, nothing was ever going to get better doing it. By going here, I knew it wasn't to going to affect it positively. Yeah. Then it affected it affected it so negatively. I was angry with myself for even going. So I was on me going, you didn't even need to go there and you can't walk. For uh, like three or four days, I couldn't walk. I, like I was just leaning up against something. Because I guess your body had figured itself out in such a way. I get that he's fucked around with it. And yes, probably after a while, maybe, you know, I get it, but I don't want that. Yeah. I needed to walk that week. Yeah. And I thought this would, at least after the the, the next day, after maybe give, give me a day or two, but it was just like horrible. And it started a whole chain of reaction of fucking shit. Lower mm. back pulls and things like that. And you're like, yeah, true. Yeah. I've got some of those as well. But that started all of the, all of the above. I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't. Yeah. I'd rather just figure out on my own what I'm doing. Stretching, walking, swimming. I'm pretty sure bikes. as soon as I got that cast off. Yeah, I just went straight back to the kitchen. I didn't do any physiotherapy or anything. <laughs> I was just like straight back in. And yeah. then I'm on it 10, 12 hours, whatever it was. Yeah. I was only doing pubs and stuff at that stage. Doesn't matter. I can't. I must have gone to. I must have gone to Wiltshire with that pub where I threw all the bottles and shit. Yep. After that, fucking hot. A reasonable time after that, and you know the last doctor that I went to, um, which was like three or four years ago, I was like, look, I'll be responsible. I'll go to a doctor. I'll try and figure this out now. What's the best you can do for me? So I went to the best ankle specialist in Western Australia. And I walk in there and he's like, yeah, we've had a look. We got the scans and like basically what we're going to do is break your leg further up and then realign this thing down there and yeah. then break this and then like we'll just make you like basically have a zigzag all the way down your leg so it realigns the bottom of your leg. And I, I'm not a doctor, but I was like, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? I'm sure it would have, like I still trust that, that that would have fixed at least you got, okay, there's some, there's some plan here. Are you breaking everything else? I don't agree with it. No, I'm just, thanks. I'm just saying, like, at least they go, and then this will happen, and this yeah, will happen. Yeah, I'll just deal with a bit Not of pain. Not just, like, come here every day of your life for some fucking pain and a chat about, yeah, about like, non-herbal medicine. Yeah. It's not me. We've done nothing hospitality-related. Have we? Yeah, we have. We've done heaps. <laughs> I don't think so. We've done heaps. Yeah, yeah. Not that we have to. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Speaking of non-hospital, we should get a nurse on. There was a bunch of nurses that had contacted, like, messaged us saying how, like, this podcast is actually, like, uh, even though it's a completely different industry, there's a lot of crossovers. Mm -hmm. Like, one chick said, it's funny, like, they, they know crying in the pan room. Whatever the pan room is, apparently it's where they clean, like, the bedpans or something like that. Yeah, gross. Yeah, so it's basically a room no one goes in so they can just chill out like have a moment by themselves in the dark or something. Yeah. Um, and then I met, um, what did you meet? One of the cool mums at my uh, uh, my daughter's school. She's a nurse and she was like, fucking just listens to it all the time. Really? Yeah, oh, out of nowhere. Nurses. That's sick. Yeah, we should get nurses on. Do you think Just a funny fucking story. Like funny as in like really traumatic stories. Wicked. But they're laughing at them. At, you know, the same way. Same shit. Wicked. Yeah. And like she showed me a picture of where they have their break and I was like, that is exactly. They're like, this is where they put us to have our break. So we're out of, we don't want to see you having a break. You're either working or you're, so you can't take a second to yourself. Keep going, right. keep going. She's like, you can't even have a biscuit or you get fired. Like you can't even just like have a little snack or something. You can't eat? Well, yeah, but they have a break. So yeah. Um, break times. And, and then the when snacks. the break time, she showed me where the break was. It's like outdoors. 
it's like overgrown fucking plants on this concrete jungle. And I was like, exactly. I bet there's yeah. nowhere to sit either. Dude, and they're making life and death decisions. Yeah, she had a funny thing. She was saying, um, obviously, this, none of this is funny, but when you live in it, mm. yeah. Um, she was like, she was looking after these three patients. I can't remember what she was describing, but they were all horrific. But she was going between the three of them. And then it came on the TV where um, McGowan hadn't given him a pay rise, but he'd given someone else a pay rise or he'd taken one himself or something. Yeah. But she's listening to this doing all this shit. She's like, wicked. Brutal. Yeah, during COVID where they have to... All the extra protocols. Yeah, but all the extra bullshit from the... I assume the extra bullshit from... Um, I was going to say customers. <laughs> um, from the, from the <laughs> patients. Yeah, which is exactly what they are, yeah. So, yeah. And you have to like the smile, be okay. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is what's on the menu Assume for you. you're probably going to get abused. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, on the menu for you today is one leg amputation, so... Yes, we should, we should get... Anyway, that was another non-hospital thing. But the, I like the crossover. There's been a few nurses. They're like, this is fun. This is like... You should yeah. have a nurse one. It's very, I wonder what the doctors very are relatable. to them. Are the doctors like the front of house uh, managers? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Hey, Like if you were to say that nurses are the chef, who's up your ass? You imagine they are the workhorses, right? Not the doctors, the nurses. Definitely. You're like the engine room. They're the chef to parties. Yeah. All day. But I mean, if you've ever been to the ER, or the whatever it's called, emergency room here, um, you know how it works. The nurses are just pottering around the whole time helping you, answering your questions. And then you eventually see a doctor who's very clean, cut, slow, yeah. and goes, this is what it is. This, And then and then they go, so-and-so will help you now. And then they're gone. Yeah. That's what the, my experience with like, doctors. Yeah, yeah. And GPs are the same. They just wait. Yeah, GPs are the worst. But the, the nurses are also like once you come out of something. I don't something. know what that would be. Front of house managers? Yeah. I reckon. If the if the well, we'll get some on and we'll have a chat to them. That sounds wicked. I'm for that. I like a crossover like that. Anyway, I thought it was funny. I never thought about that. Expand outwards. I wonder what else. What other um, industries? Definitely not boilermakers. <laughs> Had enough of those guys. Hashtag fuck boilermakers <laughs> for life. I I did. I had enjoyed the the banter with the boilermakers. They had a very similar sort of. Um, uh, sense of humour. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they get it. Bit of banter. But it's tradies anyway. Tradies in general. Like yeah, who else right. has apprentices these days? You know? It's not really... Tradies have apprentices and... Yeah. That's that's a similar vibe. Yeah. Trying to get shit done. But yeah. Yeah. I, I guess long days. Yeah. I'm not sure. We can fucking... I don't know much about it. Anyone can get in contact. And I don't know much about it, but uh, apparently we, we chefs work harder anyway. So Than everybody. That's what I know just from experience of not being a tradie. Yeah. yeah. And we're also cooler. Way cooler. Look at me. I'm fucking swag today. Whipped bean. <laughs> Whipped bean. <laughs> Sounds like a porno. <laughs> All right. What do we got? All right. Yeah. Let's fucking bang a story. I've got a funny story. It's not. I don't want to. I don't know. I got this funny story. It might be funny. All right. So, I was at this. I agreed to work Christmas, right? Christmas day, like we were saying. So I agreed to work Christmas, and I was there. Nothing went wrong. Blah blah blah. And they said the people that work Christmas and the managers, which I kind of was anyway. So I didn't get it. But anyway, that was the excuse of saying we're going to put this dinner on. This one single owner. He was like a pompous little twat mm-hmm. and um he would he said we're gonna put this dinner on this like real swanky fine dining french 
place and like there's only sort of eight or ten of us going and I was included and they were like thanks for working Christmas and I was like this is not why we're at Christmas just so we're clear you know yeah you're still giving me the week off right mm. yeah um but he he kept he kept hamming this up like we're all getting bracelets and it's going to be engraved with something and we're like okay like automatically you're like whatever yeah yeah I'm suspect yeah but it's making you go as well and um, not for the bracelet, but he was like he, the way he was the way he was um, building it up was like when you travel, it's going to be made out of the best shit. It was, he fully trumped it, right? Full Donald trumped it. Like this is the best shit. This is the best of the best. It's going to be gold plated. Everything's going to have the. And if you need to sell it, if you're overseas and you're in a bit of strife, you sell it. This was his selling point. And I'm like what? Mm. And like I don't want to wear it or take it overseas with me. Or you know if I do, I'm going to sell it for travelers checks or put it in the bank, right? Yeah. Anyway, it was like, cool. Anyways, let's do this dinner. So we went to the dinner. Didn't have the bracelets. So they're still in the shop. Cool. Nice. Right. Good uh, start. Yeah, so we're already like, well, we, I think we half knew that was bullshit, but let's have dinner, right? Um, and then at the end of the dinner, he stood up and made this really pompous speech. It was all about him. And he gave out these envelopes. And in the envelope had checks for 500 bucks each. And I was like, sick. I didn't open it till the end. Like we went, oh, we went to, I think we went to the bathroom and just went, the fuck is this shit? What is this bullshit? Uh-huh. Is this another IOU for a bracelet or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was 500 bucks. Like, sweet. But I had the day off the next day and not many people did. Must have been a Thursday or something like that. I had the morning off. So I went straight to the bank. Cash, it was a Commonwealth bank, I still remember. Got it. Got the 500, right? The weekend came around and no one else had, I asked and I was like, dude, this is legit. He actually gave us 500 bucks for like saying thank you, even though we had to put up with him, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, fuck, sick. I'm going to, you know, the weekend, can't do it on the weekend. Obviously, it's Friday, blah, blah, blah. On Monday, I'll do it. Saturday, Saturday was massive blow up in the kitchen, uh, in the in the dining room. So he was always a guy that you knew was there. There was, I can't remember his fucking name now. Jean-Claude, Jean-Pierre. Oh, no way. Fucking dude. What, in WA? He looked like... And acted like that Matt Preston. He, yeah. he was that sort of stature, like all pigeon chest. Um, and his restaurant or was he? So there was a ownership group. Yeah. And he was the majority though. Oh, yeah. But he might have been 40%, but like everyone else was like 10. So he was like, you know, look at me sort of thing. Mm. So when he, and he used to, they used to, like he had to have a certain type of ice in his drink. So there's this square ice cube, big, you know, these big square ice cubes for whiskeys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he'd have his own whiskey for himself and he would just keep badgering us. Endless food would go out. So they would always, you know, when John... Would he come directly up to the pass? Nah, but they, they, uh. he would always send an, a complete array of people to ask you random questions and you would just basically talk to him. And he'd have like eight people his table and just be one of those guys who... Mm. The Monopoly board guy just sits on the table and I own this place, right? Um, so he was that guy. Anyway, there's this big blob. He's having this... um argument with his wife in the elevator of the hotel and he ended up putting hands on it. I don't remember what he, he, he either the story is goes from punching straight punch to her face slap or to just, he pushed her into the elevator, but mm. either way he like, and he was called, he, we could hear it. He was like saying, uh, you slut, you, you like really dressing down his own wife. Right. That's a proper dress down. Yeah. And we were like, dude, is he, is he hammering the, uh-huh. oh, he's a really angry like whiskey drinker today. It's not really something I saw of him. 
Mm. He was always very forward, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected that from That's him. That's another level up. And to do it in public. Yeah. And people you could easily recognize if, if someone dobbed him, oh, he owns the place. It's very easy to, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what happened is she had told him in the elevator, she she just, this is a story afterwards, she had told him in the elevator that she hadn't moved the money out of the checking account. So what it, what he wanted to do was give out these checks that were going to purposely bounce. And I was the only one that cashed it. So he was angry that someone had got money from the check account that he'd given checks out to mm-hmm. because she hadn't moved the money quick enough. Because mm-hmm. I went the very, it was at night, like we were there till like midnight mm. and I went as soon as the bank opened, right? There was no... I love that effort as well. You yeah, just but, like sprang up out of bed, like cash. I was like, dude, this can't, yeah. I was like, cash. <laughs> like you wouldn't get up for anything, but you're like, oh, 500. There's a check to cash. Yeah. And I don't think I'd ever cashed a check either. So it was like, can I just get cash? Yeah. It was more of a question. And Does I'm not this a common. Piece of paper get me something? And I'm not a common. I don't know how this shit works. I'm not a Commonwealth Bank customer. So, and it was for a check for there, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying a couple of episodes ago. Is I didn't know that domestic stuff. I didn't know that stuff either. Yeah. Do I give this to you and they're just like here's cash money and you're like alright yeah do I line up here you don't even know what to do yeah does anyone frisk me down before I get in here so because one person cashed a check that was fraudulent to start with it was that had no purpose being cashed not wasn't designed to give money to anyone and it was her fault for not moving it he just blew up at her and like abused her and like physically hit her and caught it like he honestly mm. caught her a slut and a whore in the middle of the restaurant very loudly drunk yeah. And she was like, what the fuck? Because you took 500 bucks. Because if I took the 500 bucks he gave me. Mm. And also we didn't get these bracelets. They were never at the shop. No. We were like, if they were at the shop, surely at some point they're done. Yeah. I did um, anyone else cash their check and get money? Nobody. Because she'd moved the money out. So did anyone ask him? Huh? Did people ask him like, hey, I tried to cash the check. It didn't work? Yeah. And he but said, No, but we found out why straight away because... He'd fucking slapped her in the elevator. We found out real quick why she... Because you want to know why is he yeah, abusing yeah. his wife. And this is why. But what would his answer be to you? Because he gave you... Not you, but he, other people... He gave them checks. Yeah, but have you ever met like hospitality business owners? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like this a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I know. But yeah. I want to put it on the... I want to grill him a little bit. I don't know that. I, I just know that, that definitely people brought it up. And that's what they were told. It was... Um, yeah, he's already hit his wife for... So she must have moved it later in the day. For sure. And I got it I got it as soon as the bank I opened. reckon as soon as she left the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> no, she couldn't on the Saturday. So she was like, I moved it. And he was like, Some bit, someone someone has already cashed it. Wow. You're supposed to move it on. Wow. Yeah. What a dog. I know. And then she, she cops it because he gave out 10 $500 checks that weren't supposed to be yeah. designed to be bounced. Mm. So I must have asked him about it. I don't remember, but also I don't care. I got my money. I laughed. I mm. laughed a lot. And then not how, the not the, the domestic violence. Obviously, not. yeah, obviously, yeah. But um, the money. It was overall the whole thing was hilarious because I got my money and I got to see an insight into what a piece of shit that guy was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes out at some point. Yeah, those people. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And uh, how long did you stay there for? Uh, I was there, dude. Maybe two years. Maybe a year and a half. And that was the last place. That's where I ended up doing the jury duty and getting out. Ah, oh, that was the guy? Um, that was no. That got charged? Well, they all got they all got fines and then yeah, got yeah. taken them away. But like, oh, you had, it was a head chef. You had the new head chef. New head chef, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the GM, yeah. It comes out in the wash sometimes, he would He would have got a fine and he wouldn't have had to pay it. 
because mm. they all got them. All the owners, all the the GM, everyone that was in charge. He seems like the kind of guy that would shut down his business and bankrupt it in, rather than pay a fine. Yeah, and that was his. Um, that was the nod on him. Even when we were working there, was that there's all rumours that he had a hand in this place that closed, that place that closed, investor in that place that no longer. Yeah, all this is shit. Yeah, you're like, how does this guy keep? Yeah, yeah. That was the rumour yeah. around uh, the press club incidents. These guys that were basically buying up the real estate and putting these restaurants in and then kind of like siphoning some money out and uh, not paying people correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then, that's what people figure out very quickly as well is that, oh, shit, no one actually asks any questions here. Mm. You know? So you can, you can legitimately take everyone's super, everyone's tax, claim bankruptcy as soon as someone brings it up, mm-hmm. and then all you got to do is not yourself have a business for two years. Yeah. So you can just make your wife own it or... Put it in someone else. If you want to own a business, that or is. Or even if you're in a company, those companies yeah. can go under and, and that's it. But it's know? not an individual. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I'm sure like board members, but they just know all the little tricks. And also... Um, it's less for board It's less for board members. Yeah. Being, being a restaurant actually is really uh, profitable if you don't pay any of the shit you're supposed to pay. <laughs> if you just take everything. And not to mention, um, like, you Work know... Work everyone longer than they're all the paid for. Yeah, dude. You know all those like um, they just start racking up massive produce debts. Yeah, dude. Because they're legitimate names, right? Like it's a legitimate. Oh, look at these guys. They're like you know the fifth best restaurant, and they get all of this money, and of course they're going to pay it eventually. But and then they just shut down. Yep. And never pay anyone. Move on. Yeah. But that's why I'm happy that there's a little bit of like reform in the industry because it was just out of hand. All of that shit. You know, it sounds like it's much better right now. Yeah, but then, like we were saying, that I mean, like it gets passed on down the line, right? If they know they can't fuck staff, they're going to put five bucks on every item Food on the menu. Is very expensive right now. Yeah. Which I mean, like that should have been the price it was anyway. If you were doing the right thing. Yeah, but so it's not like it's 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 a unexpected sudden increase. What well, it is, but it should have been in place. Yeah. Long time ago to absorb people actually getting paid your nine percent and your Yeah, yeah. And your tax and paying people for eighty hours instead of thirty eight. But then I want um but you know if we're heading in that direction again, then I want training of staff to be a lot better because I expect more because I'm paying more. So totally. it's like we're now paying for the appropriate amount of money for people's wages, which yeah. is totally fair. Yeah. The front of house has to be on point. Yeah. The back of house has to be on point also. The food needs to be good. You know, when we go to Hood Burger, the fries are fucking on point. Everything's on point. If I'm paying, that's fine. But, yeah. I mean, Western Australia definitely has a problem with the attitude of front of house staff, yeah. you know, compared to when you go... When I go back to Melbourne, people are excited to be at their job. Yeah, but that's even, even like just at your cafes in Melbourne. Yeah. They all act the same level of professionality. Yeah, and professionalism. I love it. And I love it. Yeah. It's the little things. That's when you're like, yes, it's a hospitality profession, whereas over here in this state, they feel like it's beneath them to be servicing. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, well, totally. maybe don't do it. But I'm not I'm not saying you're beneath me because you're servicing, but I'm here to pay money to get a good service. You know? Yeah, but you also get away with it. Like you wouldn't, I don't get it. Who's? I mean, somebody somewhere is not holding... Bad service accountable. Yeah. Like if you just if you can just go, eh, 
to everyone and you're allowed and you get paid and you keep getting put back on the roster. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. Maybe Unfortunately, unless you're, unless you're a particularly driven individual with morals and values and yes. you know, yeah, they'll want to do a good job, want to be good at their job. Maybe that's why the um, tip system of America is interesting. Mm. Because that's that's how you get your incentive as like um, a front of house member or a waiter or a waitress or even I don't know if kitchens get a part of the tips or whatever as well. Yeah, which you'd hope so because otherwise you could just serve shit food. Yeah, but like barely ever got a- the person you're looking in the face that you're giving service to is actually determining how much money you get. Yeah, that's interesting. This this same place where we didn't get this where I got the checks we weren't supposed to get. They had a tipping system where it was disproportionate. So we got, say, 10% and it was for everyone in the kitchen. So split 10% of the month, say, between every staff member of the kitchen. But they got just tons and tons of money. And they would they would be dorks and count it, like, out the back. Like, they just, oh, it's fucking tip day. And we're like, wicked. I'll get $8 for yeah. the month, right? Yeah. And you're like... Just absorb it. I don't care. Buy me a fucking beer. Right. Um, but that would be like 400 bucks, 300 bucks. You're like, you better fuck off with this. That you just you can't be here and count it in front of us because you have been the worst. This you're like, and they still get three, four hundred bucks now. No, like they they were being the they worst were or they're being shit. Yeah, there was they, no, there was no, um, there was no scale. So it was just this is. If you work front of houses, where you, and also casuals, right? Mm. If you worked one shift in that month, you got the same amount. No. Of, I'm not lying. Because we had these bitches that would work two days a week at, just at night, just the night shift after they've got probably another job, not another job, but like studying to do not this and they don't care about um, service. Yeah. Or quality of it. They were always fucking crying and smoking and fucking just doing just, you know, general, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care about this. And they would still be like wicked. And they were like, yeah, but you showed up when the tips were here. Yeah, of course. You're like, of course you would. Yeah. And we but were just like... that's the tipping system. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's... I've never really thought about it. And you've lived in America, so maybe you've seen it more than I yeah. have. But you're actually, like, looking the people in the face. You're getting direct yeah. face-to-face contact <laughs> about how good you're doing your service job. Yeah. And if you do it well, hopefully, I expect that people tip... What is it? 20, 10%, 20%? Yeah, 10 or 15, 15? I suppose it's like so low. Maybe 15, and then like if you're good, 20%, there you go. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because you've done a good job. But if you don't do a, can you give someone no tips? Is that possible? I don't know. Like, there are places where you just write the tip on there. Like you do here, right? They still have it when you sign I don't fine, fine dining I don't stuff. Don't tip. Yeah, but they have it on the, on the receipt. If fine. you give them your if you give them your credit card to pay for a fine dining meal, for example, yeah. they'll still bring it back in, in the nice little book yeah, yeah. with the receipt, and it'll say tip. You don't have to do it, but no, it's just I've, it's I've there. I've tipped a degustation before. Yeah, totally. But it. in the states, some places are like that where it says it adds your tip on. Oh, you don't even just give them the money. Nah, so oh. it adds your tip on, and then it's up to you if you want to. But I mean, then you're I guess you're trusting that that tip is going to your server, perhaps. But that's what I thought that you give it directly to them because otherwise. Yeah, we can still do that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Maybe we should bring it out here. Maybe we should do it. I don't know, man. But it'd be impossible. Fuck it. Some cunt was going on online today about... Um, um, Being a cunt. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> saying something 
It's something like that's. It, someone mentioned a place that does that does really good fried chicken, and he and he goes, um, that's why I pay cash everywhere because that place charges you one percent from every transaction um, on your card. Mm. And I was like, oh, I said, just pay cash then. Like I said, I agree. I pay cash everywhere. I actually, pay cash everywhere. Um, and I don't like the fees. And I was like, but it's not. It's not you. It's not them charging you the percentage. It's them getting charged per tap. Mm. So that's what it actually is. They charge them for yeah. So um, I, that's what I found out with the butcher shop is that he was getting charged every time they tapped. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I should pass this at some point. And you're making those old ladies tap like five times. You should have seen how much we overcharged them too. It was mm-hmm. so good, man. We used to get them and just have this competition of how much we can overcharge them. Without them spotting it. Yeah. A lot of the time you could just punch it in the FPOS machine mm. and do the bit of trickery. Because mm. if you panic them, they'd just tap and not look at the receipt. And did you do you want your receipt? And they'd go, no. And you, you, you just say no. Mm. Or they'd say yes and you'd say, no, I asked you um, the opposite. Mm. And you said yes. And they'd be like, what? He's like, well, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'll try and print it out again. And by that stage, uh, they've forgotten what they paid. You're evil. I'm not, these guys put you through hell. Did they? Yeah. Uh, ten minutes left. You just want to do a few comments, which has been going around. Oh, yeah. And then it's time for bonus round, which is going to be a good one. We had the um, – I brought up – um, the fact that I, there was a few words I didn't like. Hospitality words or like words in the uh, food. Food words, like cringy food words. Like I didn't like umami. I don't like umami. Umami, yeah. And fucking when people say the delicate palate and things like this. Yeah, like so when someone tastes something like, oh, yeah, I, I like the umami. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, umami bomb. Like, oh. Okay. So these are some comments under those TikToks and DMs and stuff. Uh-huh. So these are other people's like cringe words or like trigger words. All right. So um, someone, flavor bomb. So you're saying it was a flavor bomb? Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming it's so good that it's a flavor. Like, oh, it's a flavor bomb in my mouth. So I don't know. Either way, I fucking I agree. That's so shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, do you know what, these, these burger, aren't all of them, by the way. These are just like there's seven. multiples of these, right? Yeah. There's a, this burger's a flavor bomb. Total total oh. flavor bomb. No. Packed with umami. Does, what does that even say about food, though? What does it say about anything? It's yeah. Tasty. Explodes. Unless it's those gel things. Do you remember those, um, uh, what were those? You know, you made the gel balls? You had the, in you the had kitchen the, or like in packets? Like in a, the kitchen. Okay, right. You would make like syrups and you would put them in um, squeeze bottles and then yeah. you'd have a saline yeah, solution. Yeah, 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 the pearls. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the um, Heston kind of idea. 100% flavour bomb in your mouth. Because then you would Boop. eat it and it would pop. Yeah. And you would do like pomegranate or whatever. Your balsamic fucking ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, yeah. The, that's <laughs> the only flavour bomb that I'm allowed. Flavour bomb. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would go... Shit. You can buy them now, eh? Just you don't have packet? to make them. They're in like tins that look like a bit like oh. the salmon row. Yeah, but then, okay, I get you, but what's the point? You have to make them. Yeah, I know. But it's, another, it's another... But the point is you're trying to make your own stuff. That's the point. Yeah, totally. You're trying to balance your own flavours the way that you want things to be done. Yeah. I don't think you should can new gastronomy foods. How about that? Yeah. 
There's other ways of doing it, like just putting balsamic on it. Yeah. Just don't do it. You don't like it. Sometimes they're okay. Like I actually liked them on oysters or something that would like, you don't need a couple mm-hmm. of like if you made ones like finger lime or something like that. But even finger lime is what that is. Yeah, exactly. So like, but that sort of flavour, you know what it's like. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a massive flavour bomb of citrus in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. A total flavour bomb. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> balanced on my what if palate. You made, what if you made them out of oysters? You had an oyster flavour bomb. Oyster on the oyster. Just no, extra on, salt. no oyster, just you made like little oyster pearls. And you just put, you just put five of those in your mouth. Yeah, wicked. Gross. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Imagine, set, like, I reckon, I'm going to put it out there, someone's already done that. I reckon they've got an empty shell mm-hmm. and they've put, they've had like a, oh. an oyster. It's like an, an oyster experience yes. or like an amuse-bouche of fucking an oyster, but it's not an oyster. Which is one of my pet hates. Or just a little spoon and the amuse is called oyster. Yeah. In quotations. Yeah, yeah. And you're like... Uh, what's this? And then, so <laughs> like, what you've done is you've uh, taken this a perfectly. You've done a great. You've taken a great oyster. You've shucked it. Yep. You've poured everything out. You've blended it. Probably dehydrated it. Probably dehydrated it. Then blended it. Then turned it into a gel. And then spherified it. Yep. Whatever that is. And then got the shell washed yeah. in the dishwasher. And then put it back in there. And it tastes exactly the same, if not worse, than the original product. Yeah, and most people would go, "What? Yeah, yeah." What's the point? Yeah, I, I hated that stuff. Yeah, when it, like if it tasted better, yeah, good for you. Yeah, if it didn't, fail. Yeah, I reckon you would only need a couple of those little pearl flavor bombs on <laughs> <laughs> the oyster. It would be cool. Like if you made like a shallot and lime one or something, because mm-hmm. that would pop, right? Mm-hmm. The flavor bomb would pop in your mouth. Yeah, on the oyster, that would be the. But that also would be the same as having a really nice. Some sort of salsa or a fucking lime wedge. Like, boop. Kaffir yeah. lime. That'd be cool. If you get it really citrusy. Yeah, unless you're getting technical where you eat something and then at the back end of it you want something to pop to like yeah, but have change to, it. But we're well, yeah, we're saying the same thing that it, as long as it works, mm. use it. But that's the same with everything. Like don't just sous vide shit just because you can. Yeah, it needs to have a, a point. And yeah, and why is this yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one, so flavor bomb. Yeah, that worked. Mouth. We had heaps for mouthfeel. 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 Like texture. Yeah, but I, oh, I had know a good what this mouthfeel. Yeah, had a good mouthfeel. Oh, yeah. I'm and people you. use it as like an adjective, a noun, a fucking verb. They they use it for everything. Yeah. So they go mouthfeel is. Oh yeah. Uh, or they say this, like you said, this has a really good mouthfeel. Yeah, that's like or one of the requirements. How was the mouthfeel? Like, oh. Yeah. Ugh. One of the requirements of it is that it has good mouthfeel. Do you know people, in, there are some sections of Perth that talk about burgers in that way. And you're like... The mouthfeel of the burger? Any of all of these words. And you're yeah. like, okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that's where like my channels sometimes get too sarcastic for people. Mm-hmm. And number one, <laughs> fuck you, who cares? I don't care. It's funny as fuck <laughs> for me. But um, but also like at some point you, you, you are not being sarcastic anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you said, the flavour bomb of this is like, and then you get into it. But if you say it two or three times, now you are that guy who yeah, yeah. uses the words to describe something that doesn't need it. Totally. Be. When you can just say, nice seer or something like, or yeah. you don't have to say like the Maillard reaction on the reverse seared fucking mm. bullshit. Tastes good. 
You that's why I always loved Anthony Bourdain. Tastes good. He's do like, it. Oh, that's good. And you're like, I get it. I, I, I should, get what you're talking about. I actually reversed it at Tomahawk this week. Did you? Yeah, so, so good. Wow. Yeah, mouthfeel gay. Not a fan. That's just bringing it to temperature, though. There's all these fancy words for fucking... That's the same as sous vide. Like, if you use sous vide a um, tomahawk to 54 degrees mm-hmm. and then see it at... Done. It's the same. I know that it's not the same. I am aware that it's not the same. Because you can get... It's a bit more smoky, a bit more charcoal, a bit more whatever. Mm. And you get a better whatever. But it almost is this, It is exactly the same. You just same bring idea. it to... A, you can do it in the oven. You just bring it to a temperature... Yeah. And then sear it. That's why it's reversed. Mm-hmm. I don't think people, so people realise that. Huh. Rustic. No. I don't like that either. Rustic what? R- Cheese platter. Rustic. <laughs> when you put butter on it. Even when, like, <laughs> I, I started at a time where rustic became a thing. Yeah. And even then, everyone would take the piss out of it as in you can't plate up. Just say it's rustic. Yeah, I'm not a You fan. can't. It's like uh, terrible plating. We just say it's rustic. Yeah, rustic. We have something to do here as professionals, and that's to try. Yeah. And rustic is not a part of what we do. I worked at a spot that deliberately made everything ugly, and that was harder work because you know that you know when the big the splats. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit. When we're coming out of the, and we're going we, into. We were still in that zone, man. But they were just different um, premises. You're either doing that, or you're doing this, mm. or you're cornelling everything. Mm. So it was like one of the two. You can't possibly have a. Puree of just boop. No. <laughs> you have to do something with it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's always trying to outdo each other. Hey, I used to for a while do the back of the the palette, the little palette knife. Oh yeah, the big smear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. did that, and then I quite like that one because it's fat. It was fat as fuck. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and then you got like um, you could build meat things on it. Yeah, I was a fan of that. Yeah, rustic bad. Rustic, like, cause you're not doing your job. They're just things people have come up with because. Everything's been done before. That's what I think. Yeah. So the, and then there's two or three people like, you know, like, well, like Thomas Keller, for example, coming up with all the pressure cooking and all yeah, the yeah. CV stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're reacting off each other. We're reacting, like, you know, it was really clean for a minute and rustic. then it went to rustic and then it went out of rustic and it went to like very simple, yeah. simplified, right? Yeah. But then I did that with my own cooking. I, w- I, w- I, I swung. Sometimes I was like, I went from like being trying to be very classic to like really trying to be like very, um, I guess like five components artistic. You know, I was trying to like really complicate it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but that's also because you're bored of doing the same thing, even though it looks good and is a different dish. It is mm. kind of identical. You've got to go through the same paces. Yeah. You're rolling stuff, you're smearing stuff, you're uh, garnishing it a similar way, you're drawing stuff. You're, yeah. 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 Never yeah. once did I want to make small jelly balls. With a large mouthfeel of flavor bomb. When I first saw him, I wanted to make him, and we did make him a bunch. But it was like, how do we do this? What is this? Yeah. And you had to get the right, you had to get the pH perfectly right. Obviously, like once you once you nail it, you'll nail it forever. Yeah. And then they came out with, but this was before they came out with anything. Like then you, as soon as we nailed it, and we we were bored of it. Mm. There'd just be kits, mm. and you can get the pipettes, pipette. So I was just thinking of the piperade. Um, piperade. <laughs> maybe straight away. Pepperade is wet. Too wet. Too wet. Too wet. He stares you down when he says it, or Marco. I've been still watching all of his stuff. (laughs) Um, I'm not doing a Donald Trump. Uh, Anything anything with the word foam? Uh, So anything foam? I disagree. 
I like the foam. I get what they're saying. I think it is overused. You can you can go. You, you don't have to have a foam on everything. Yes, but that's the same as what we're saying. And also, before. by the time it gets to the table, a lot of the time it's not there. Yeah, but then you <laughs> just put like you use stuff to do it, like yeah, lesser yeah. thin. And yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, lesser I hear thin? what you're saying. Lefferson, I think it's lesser thin. Yeah, the yellow shit. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I always or get the C or the TH mixed up in the word. Yeah. Um, I know what people are saying because it's like it's exactly. What, but I was a foam fan. I was a reasonable foam fan. I just put foams on everything. Mm, I liked it, but yeah, I had to hold it. I definitely worked at some places where you, they didn't realize that it would uh, dissipate before I got to the table. Yeah, and that sucks, man. Because like, that's nothing. Now you got a messy nothing plate. looks worse than a foam that's is. Disintegrating. Also, like color, whatever the color is of the foam, colors everything now, mm. and it's wet. And you're like yeah. wicked. So now you have to fully replate. Yeah. So yeah, and then also you've got a guy who's like sitting there with the blender sometimes, just like, like that's his job. Like I guess you're on pass or whatever. This was about just to say like, that's the pass guy. Yeah. But that I had lots of other stuff to do. We had five, five or six foams. I remember on a menu once. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely five. Oh, easily be six. Wow. Because you maybe add two on entree as well. Oh, I was thought you were going to say like every special as well. Like you put a special on, it's fine. It's a foam. I get what people are saying. Like imagine going out for dinner and you don't, you're not really into it, and then one of the components is like a pea foam. Yeah. And it comes to the table and it's like, where is it? Yeah. Where is the pea foam? Yeah. As long as you're using it, because it is just fresh air. Like essentially. Yeah. Like what? You, see, it is. I think it's quite a nice garnish, and it does display that you actually do have some fucking skill going on here. Mm. You're not just putting, you're not charging them 50 bucks. Yeah. And it knows nothing has been displayed, right? I get it. Yeah. And like, like you said, like, what's that, like what else are you going to do? You can't just put parsley wedge on everything. Like, fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, nice it was nice to upgrade garnishes to actually yeah. being components. Mm. I was a fan of that. But you never know. We've been out of it for a little bit. Maybe it's like real hack at this point. I don't, like, I don't mind folk. I can, I can 100% understand what they mean. That is well fully and thoroughly flogged the foam we're on point today this random guy says kombucha it was like cool yeah I rate it I, I'm into it shout out to uh, no I mean, I mean I'm into the fact that I hate the word kombucha oh yeah yeah. my friends run uh, community brew oh yeah that's a good Fremantle. one that's a good one that's I used to work there yeah that was good times did you say kombucha heaps yeah I said it all the time I used okay. to drink I drank so much kombucha Bo no when people say booch kombucha I say kombucha yeah, but people say no, no. They literally oh, just say booch is yeah, for I sure. Say that too. Of course you did. We did, dude. We used to bless the kombucha. So, community brew. I used to have to sell remedy kombucha. Oh, yeah. Trash. Yeah, and it was full of stevia. Yeah, and like like, and um, it wasn't fermented. It was like yeah, but it was like um, uh, what do you call it? It was shelf stable. Yeah. So, like, you could just have it out of the fridge forever. It's, How did you use my day on it? It's not fermented then. It's it doing should, nothing that kombucha should do. By the end of the day, you've got you have damage to your house if you're leaving it out of the fridge. That's what it should be. It yeah. should just be popping off. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It has to go fridge to fridge to fridge to fridge. Yeah. The scobies that we saw, like, will be a scoby as big as this room. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, but that wasn't, like... And that would tell you all kinds of bullshit about it. How it was... um all the ways it's done, sugar-free, all this sort of shit. And you're like, yeah, it's cool, but it's, none of that's, none of that's even possible. Yeah. Have you, and also, have you tasted it? It just tastes, it actually tastes artificial. It's, it's just, just not water. like it. Even if you don't like kombucha, taste it and you tell me if you like it. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's, it's got a weird taste about it. It's mm. not like it's a, 
something is made like it's. I know it should be a bit funky. That's fine. But if, even if you're not into it, you taste it and go, "What's that sort of medicine-y fucking taste going on like this?" Yeah, it's too much. Um, definitely too much stevia to to balance out all the bullshit like that's not in there. You know, they're trying to hack their way through making a drink that's not what it is. Yeah. Fuck, we talk way too much anyway, about kombucha. I like it. I like um, kombucha. Trio. Last one. Trio. Trio. Well, we just said it in heaps. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. I love trio of everything. Trio of desserts was hilarious. Yeah. I used to hate it, but it's funny. But I agree I agree with it. This guy says produce when it's pronounced produce. I'm not American. Yeah, I know. So I agree with that. Saying garlic aioli. I kind of get that too. Um. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's ooh, tough call. On a menu, I get why you'd write it on a menu. Yeah. So people know. But aioli wasn't garlic. just about garlic. Aioli was about saffron and potato. Nah, that's that's uh, different. Is it? Yeah, you're thinking of the stuff that goes on. What the f- suf- suf- fuck? I'll remember it. Wasn't that the original aioli? Uh, maybe, but not to, not to my knowledge. That's not what the. The thing mm, is, maybe we can get that one out to the internet. I thought alioli, yeah, is what people say all the time when I say aioli online, and all that's right. not what that is. Oh, maybe it is. So I, I know th- exactly what you're talking about, though, and it goes on the fucking Spanish, whatever it's called. Yeah, and I think that's where it started, and then they what the fuck is that it? dish where they put it on it. Fuck. Anyway, bruschetta, Spanish bruschetta. <laughs> yeah, but he was, he's obviously talking about the, the fact that it's not aioli without roast garlic or coffee garlic. Yeah. Which is what you commonly make it. Out but of. I think they hacked it anyway because I think it. They took mayonnaise and put garlic in it and called it aioli. Right. I don't but know. The, actually, I don't know the. I think the thickening agent originally was some potato with saffron and garlic. Yeah. And they. I remember making that, but it was called. Fucking, I can't remember. Hey. Yeah. Cool. We'll get some books out. This is why we need a third person who's actually a chef. Um, we got two more. We got flavorful. I don't even know if that's a word. Flavorful? But we got a bunch of those saying flavorful and okay. garlic aioli. It's flavorful. Well, good. You can have that. Fuck anyone that says flavorful. <laughs> and uh, it, it, tallow instead of saying fat or lard. Tallow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whatever. I, I'm on. The, I'm on the. I'm on the fence with that one. But tallow is different. Yeah, but tallow is like. See, okay. So I. I know tallow to be, what you make like soap. Or candles or something out of, mm-hmm. but when you're using it in like culinary terms, it's like lard, fat, shortening. Um, They're all different. Fat. What was it? Fat. What was the? What was? Yeah, the, I know. I know what you mean. But I mean, that's just. I don't know, what was the organ like. fat stuff? You know, what was suspe- suspe- specifically? <laughs> specifically, the. Oh, what did we used to make out of it? Come on, tallow. You so you got the organ fat and you made like the short biscuit. Oh, in. England. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, fuck. It's got like a four-letter name, four-letter word. We're at, the end, we're at the end of fucking two beers and a podcast. Wrong time to do this. But that is the organ. That's the fat from organs specifically. Yeah. And I thought that was tallow. Nah. That's a different well, one. I mean, it might be. Nah. People are calling. I think. I think the. I don't know what his point was or their point was. We had yeah. four people say it. Maybe if you're trying to be cool, you're trying to just call fat tallow. Yeah, maybe. And you should shoot yourself. Um, suet. Suet. Fuck. I'm so happy we got that in there while the cameras are still fucking on. <laughs> nice one. Uh, we're All gonna right. get to bonus round. This is a good one. We're gonna watch professional chefs cook cool shit. 
and be nice about it, probably. Is that us? <laughs> <laughs> nice podcast. Interesting. I'll see you next one. Oui.